Um, so essentially what the ordinance does is it requires um, developers who are developing residential uh, units, 20 or more, uh, in the city of Detroit who are requesting um, public assistance. And when we say public assistance, we mean uh, discounted land, land that's giving to a project that's less than cash market value or any type of commitment through federal funds from the, from the, from the federal government that are kind of channeled through the, through the city uh, to a project that's over $500,000 or more that would trigger them to then set aside units, um, 20% of the units to be uh, affordable units. So why is it so important, though, for uh, residents to be able to have access in these areas you know, in the downtown area, the midtown area with these new developments? Well, I think it's, you know, research has proven that, you know, communities are stronger, they're more vibrant uh, when there are mixed incomes, uh, a variety of incomes within in di- within different developments. Um, and so I just think it's important that as we rebuild Detroit that, you know, it's inclusive of everyone. Um, and I do understand that, you know, certain developments may just, you know, should be all market rate, but in those particular developments, I don't believe that they should request public assistance. Um, It's also important because right now in the city of Detroit, we have a huge need for affordable housing, quality affordable housing. Uh, You know, those people who are, you know, making $18,000, $20,000 a year for a one-person family. Um, And so we need to begin to address that. And the ordinance will require uh, that this fund be created. And so developers can pay into the fund and then help fund additional housing opportunities for that income bracket. Uh, Can you tell me what exactly that would do? Yes, it's essentially a fund where the developers will pay a penalty. If they do not set aside those 20% affordable units, they will have to pay a penalty for every single unit that is not affordable, and that will go into the housing trust fund. Uh, But essentially the fund will be used to fund housing for extremely low families and individuals. In your editorial posted in the Detroit News, you said without an ordinance like this, Detroit will be subject to gentrification as seen in Chicago, New York, D.C. Yeah, I mean, I think you can look at D.C. and Chicago, New York and and see and hopefully learn from what has happened there. Um, You know, people are not going to be able to afford um, some of the prices in which the rent um, the rents are going to going at it right now in the city of Detroit. And so it's just important for us as a city to be cognizant of that and to make sure that we're intentional about setting policy, comprehensive policy and legislation uh, that will be intentional in addressing the issue of gentrification. No, this policy won't solve all of the issues. No, it won't completely stop gentrification. But I think it will play a major role in being intentional and in ensuring that we are making sure that a wide range of incomes are included so that people won't feel like they have to leave. You also mentioned a state law that prohibits cities from creating ordinances that resemble rent control. How are you working around that? So, um, unfortunately, um, that has been a huge struggle for us. And my ordinance, unfortunately, would not include tax abatements as a trigger uh, for the 20% set aside. Um, but I have been working very, very closely with the administration um, to, to make sure that in some way uh, the mayor can incorporate tax abatements in an executive order. Um, and so that's my hope is that whatever we cannot cover uh, because state law prohibits us through the actual ordinance, um, that the executive order through the mayor's office will take up those missing pieces.